0: He said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. That's actually unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. We have some good ones. I'm excited. So, okay, last week we talked about the potential of Peter Weber getting back with his ex, Kelly, and all signs are pointing to that is for sure happening. Oh no, no, no. I'm like here for it, but like, no! so
1: why? Okay. Tell the story and then we can discuss, but I am not here for it.
0: So Kelly posted a photo of herself in this gorgeous pink dress, shown off her derriere. She looks like a dime. And she posted the caption, sometimes you just need a change of altitude, winky face. People think altitude is a nod to. The pilot of it all. Yes. Exactly. So someone in the comments, like a random person said like, oh, hottie, this, something like this photo is giving me impure thoughts. Yes. That's the gist. And the important part of the comment is the impure thoughts. But yes, just a random person said that. Peter then replies to that person and says, same. So this photo of Kelly's derriere is giving Peter impure thoughts. What impure thoughts, Peter?
1: I mean, I think we can only imagine the impure thoughts, but th- that to me is like a very public display of mm-hmm. like, we're back together. This is
0: a soft launch. What I ha- what I thought was funny initially is the rest of Kelly's caption So she says she needs a change in altitude, winky face, definitely a nod to Peter in some way. But then she goes on to explain that she's going to a gala that is set to help bring awareness to vulnerable children and young people in Southern Africa. So I think it's weird that Peter then, I get he's saying he has impure thoughts about how hot she looks in the photo. But given the context of like, where she's going and the mission behind the gala. Right, I just like, thought that sir, was odd. Sir, this is a
1: post about like- her Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> event. I don't think it's the time to be having impure thoughts at this gala, but like, I don't know. He can't control himself. That's what I'm saying. This is a soft launch. They are back together.
0: I, they are for sure at least knocking boots going in the Mile High Club in Peter's plane. For sure.
1: You said you're here for it and I really want to know why because I am a gazillion and 5% against this.
0: Wow, a gazillion and 5 Yeah,
1: which is a huge percentage for you guys who don't know math and stuff.
0: Wait, one other thing. It gets one step further. Someone else, a random, mm-hmm. commented on the post and said, go get your girl and Peter liked it. They're together. No, Peter, do not go get your girl. Why? Well, tell me why you're a gazillion and because 5 Because
1: i they have been together and broken up now at least three times to our public knowledge what is going to be different this time especially because the final time that they broke up it was really nasty kelly went on a whole podcast tour and was saying some pretty mean things about peter peter responded kind of saying that she was just looking for a clickbaity headline so things were did not really end on the best terms and i guess i'm just like guys what do you think is going to be different like is this your husband kelly is this your husband? If it's if the answer is no, don't go and date him for another like six months, a year and waste your time. I think at this point, just like move on. Maybe 14th
0: time is the charm. But
1: is your husband someone that you met on The Bachelor and then they sent you home like top six or something didn't even pick you got engaged to someone else then slept with someone else then changed his mind and decided to pursue someone else who was the runner up from the show got back together with you then you guys broke up then you got back together then you broke up again and you both went on public nasty podcast tours about each other is that your husband Really? You really think that a, a year everything is different and at your wedding you're gonna be telling this silly little story about <laughs> how you, all these times you got back together and broke up? Like, I just don't think that's her husband.
0: You know what's funny? The same exact thing happened to my friend. Wait, no. same? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> like, like, uh, maybe you should have a talking No, that's like friend. Put a finger down if you went on The Bachelor and then he didn't pick you and then like, <laughs> didn't go the whole spiel and then yeah. Kelly just puts one finger down. Like, yeah, it's probably not her husband.
1: Right. If that was your friend being like, no, we're back together. But like this time it's different. After the three other times we dated, like now he's changed. You would be like, come on, Kelly, this is not your husband. Don't waste your time.
0: You'd be like, yeah, Kelly, go for it. I'd be like, Kelly, this is entertaining for me. And selfishly, (laughs) I would like to see this unravel. It's not just entertaining if it ends badly. I think it's entertaining if they end up working. Like, what if they get back together and then they provide all this amazing content and we get to watch their love blossom for the 47th time. I could see Lifetime writing the script for their rom-com right now as we speak.
1: Ugh, A complicated love. problem in today's society? Rom-coms glorify these relationships of like, he didn't pick me, he didn't pick me, he didn't pick me, he didn't pick me, he didn't pick me. then
0: he picked me. Um, can I introduce you to someone named Ashley canetti AKA, Dawson Dimitri, Brady-Haven's mother. But she is the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Well, Kelly doesn't realize that. So I want them to get back. To- well, they are back together. I mean, at this point, go get your girl. He's liking it. So he's like, one, being okay with people calling her your girl.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've, cl- they've been seen last week or the week prior. We reported on them being seen at a Cubs game together. Like they're out in public hanging out. The fact that he's commenting that he is also thinking impure thoughts, same to this other person he's professing his his still attraction so it's like you're hanging out and you're attracted like okay you're obviously together
0: okay and kelly right now is apparently going to the bahamas to celebrate her dad's 85th wait her dad's 85th birthday her dad's 85th birthday wow okay um (laughs) it's like
1: very old okay the math on that one i'm like i guess maybe if her dad is like old for dads but some people her age have dads who are 85 i guess
0: maybe if if peter all of a sudden starts posting from the bahamas that could be we can kind of we're not some posting
1: s- at all we have to like keep tabs on what he is posting while she is in the bahamas all right stephanie's here for it i am not yeah if tbd if these two lovebirds are going to like publicly announce that they are together even though we kind of already know
0: And please share on what the impure thoughts were.
1: I don't know. Don't share that. I am using my imagination and I understand the sentiment of what the thoughts are. I don't need them to share with the class.
0: Okay, moving on. So while Jackie was on a cruise, Katie... Thurston went on Caitlyn Bristow's podcast. She missed so much. And, like, guys, I could only do so much. I mm-hmm. I did that one story by myself, but I couldn't just, like, do a whole podcast by myself. So I decided, let's save this one for when we were together. So Katie went on Caitlyn's podcast, and she talked about a lot. I highly recommend. Go listen to that full episode. It's really good of the Off the Vine podcast. One thing, shocker, that stood out to me involves Greg ad-white grippo. Katie revealed that she got a DM from Greg after the show was filming and this is what she said but it's not what you think okay i'm trying to think of like what what did i even think right <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay whatever it is it's not that though okay here we go
2: obviously him and i don't talk but you know how when you click on someone and there's a message and it says like accept the message yeah. so i happened to click message this is like a long time ago yeah. and it said accept message but there was no message there which oh, meant so he he deleted sent it.
1: it yeah I, I want to there could be a glitch I'll give him that yeah and of course so I've no, never I've never asked him it. there ain't no glitch ain't, yeah.
2: uh, I look I don't know I'm just saying it's it's just I I hate all the negativity that continues to surround the conversation of Katie and Greg and mm-hmm. so like I'm done I'm not gonna say anything negative about him because yeah. at the end of the day I, I knew him for a very short break, yeah totally you know but I always do wonder like what would have happened if him and I would have just broken the rules a little bit yeah a little chit chat yeah.
1: right before we were then filmed and it could have just been this like very peaceful like it would have been so different <laughs> you know
0: yeah. wow okay that
1: was not what I was expecting but oh perfect I told
0: you it's not what you were gonna it's not what yeah, you well, I thought
1: there was gonna be like an actual message but this almost means it's shadier more. well, well he, yeah I mean it, it to me it means he definitely sent her some sort of message that was clearly relatively intense because he doubted himself and unsent it to me there's mm-hmm. no other explanation that was not a glitch
0: no you don't you don't just get glitches yeah no i wonder what it said yeah thank god for the unsend option on instagram though thank god for the unsend option on instagram. yeah i just thought that was interesting i think she she goes on to basically say like she hates the negativity surrounding her and greg and she knows it's a really dramatic controversial topic and that had they had the chance to speak prior to doing the after show it wouldn't have been so heated because she was heated yeah, when she, she sat was. next to him.
1: Which always didn't really make sense to me because like at this point she was engaged. So like Happily. yeah. Why the need to be so like I feel like the negativity was brought from her end, honestly, at the after the final rose. Yeah. He just wanted so, to make Greg peace. Was he was more like a sombre and pretty yeah. apologetic. And she just kind of like laid into him. So that was all kind of coming from Katie. Mm-hmm. And she was happily engaged. I mean, granted, she was on the surface happily engaged. Clearly that relationship did not work out and there was a lot of other stuff going on. So maybe she wasn't. Happily engaged ever? Is that what we should conclude from this whole thing? Is that like, you know, she's happily engaged to Blake and still thinking about this DM she might have gotten from Greg and then is really laying into him. So she clearly like was very emotionally affected by it still.
0: You know what she should have said though while she's like sitting on that couch being like, and you are Meryl Streep and we all know about your (laughs) acting. And also Greg, what the fuck did you send me on Instagram? And then everyone would be like, and all the people in the audience with their expressive faces would be like really shocked. And then he'd be like, what do you mean? It was a glitch. I didn't send you anything and like then we (laughs) would have got the real glitch you know everyone knows that
1: yeah something tells me that would get cut from the final edit but well
0: I don't think unless it makes the show look bad I don't think they would cut it yeah true well it's
1: just technically against the rules I guess right because they're not supposed to talk yeah until they see each other
0: right 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 yeah I mean, keeping on the topic of Greg though, I know you guys love Greg so much. I feel like we get so much feedback that like- They're like, like, stop talking about Greg. (laughs) They're like, no one likes Greg as much as you guys do. Stop talking about him. And it's like, listen guys, we hear you. We have
1: laid off him for several weeks and now we're back. We're Grippo girls through and through.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, come on. Um, We're going to have to talk about him a little bit when it's relevant. And it's relevant because moving on to uh, Greg Part 2, I don't know. I think there's a chance that Greg could be The Bachelor. On Monday night's episode after the Mentel All, we'll get into that in a little bit. But Andrew appeared at the Mentel All because he's going to be on Paradise. They did a little promo for it. And Andrew took to Instagram and just basically shared a photo from that night and wrote, Spoiler, if you missed these beautiful ladies and I, we just announced Greg Gripple as the next Bachelor at The Mental. All obviously, he's kidding, mm-hmm. but I then. Well, Jackie writes and goes, What about Clem de la Crem? Clem, yeah, or creme?
1: Clem de la Crem, right? Yeah. Or is it Crem de la Clem? Unclear, I don't actually remember, but it's one of those two.
0: Okay, so sh- she's basically asking, What about Clemons? Then I write, Here for Greggy part two, though. To which Andrew responds and writes, Same GSBG himself commented on it and wrote, Me reading this, eating a bag of chips. So he's seeing this. He knows that his friend is kind of like stirring the pot a little bit. Trolling trolling jesse palmer has also talked about the potential of greg being the bachelor
1: jesse went on the bachelor happy hour podcast and they were just talking about the fact that since we've now had two bachelorettes it's only fair to have two bachelors in the same season and jesse totally agreed and thinks that that would be really entertaining tv and one of the pairings that was kind of thrown around but jesse seemed to really like it was andrew and greggy greggy sad boy grippo
0: greggy And here's what he said. I'm partial to Greg and Andrew S. uh, from Katie's season um, as a dynamic duo. Now, no spoilers. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Andrew in Paradise. We know he goes to Paradise. He may leave a couple. Going into
1: it, he was very interested in Teddy. He made that very clear.
0: But if Andrew is single, Mm -hmm. would he do a Bachelor stint with his bestie? I'm sure he would.
1: I think Andrew 100% would. I think greg would be a harder person to convince because he just seems a little bit more removed from the franchise right now but i think if there's anyone in the world who could convince him to do it it is the love of his life and his bff andrew spencer so i think there's a chance for this and i would be so here for it i think it would be so entertaining I love the two of them together. And if they, if they are looking for that same type of dynamic of like, even though we keep saying, okay, Gabby and Rachel aren't actually best friends, guys. Andrew and um, Greg actually are best friends in real life. So if they want that same type of friendship dynamic, put them together. I can't yeah. think of anyone else who would be better in that type of vibe.
0: Right, and I, I feel like ABC is kind of dumb. Like I feel like they're like they're ignoring a lot of the obvious options, like a Greg Andrew or a Tyler Cameron. I know. With Tyler, though, it's that he will not do it. I know, but like move mountains, ABC. You have millions of dollars. Do what it takes. I literally posted this yet on Monday, on Instagram and Twitter. Like, just do what's necessary. If he needs, if he wants, final edit and he wants to be in the editing room to make sure, like, whatever. Don't destroy this man's
1: life. Don't go with the pattern of, like, you get a good edit on the first time, you're on the show, and then we ruin your life the second time. Like, give the man a good edit. If you're only here for ratings, like, that's how you get ratings.
0: Yeah. Like, do I have to think of everything? It's so annoying.
1: Really, we do. I don't know why they haven't called us to ask us our personal
0: opinions on who should be The Bachelor so we can just pick it, but... Well, especially since it seems like... You know, we'll get into the Mentel all, but it seems like Nate's chances of being the Bachelor are kind of up in the air now. So they kind of have to look into these other options. Who's Mm -hmm. another option here? I don't know. You know, so I feel like they do have to consider the Gregs and the Tylers and the other people. And maybe they're going to have to open the wallet a little bit bigger for some of these more memorable names. The show is in decline. Come on, guys. Let's do what we got to do. Yep. Moving on. So Blake Horseman did another AMA on Instagram, and he seems to always be asked about The Bachelor, obviously, because that's why he's most well-known. And he responded to a question, but seemingly took another jab at the clickbait crew, in my opinion. So this is what he was asked will you be able to watch Paradise or are you skipping? Blake responds, honestly, this show brings nothing positive to my life anymore. I don't really enjoy watching it anymore and just sick of the talking heads and BS in Bachelor Nation. I'm excited for some of my friends who are on the season of Paradise, but I don't believe I will watch it. The two best moments for people in Bachelor Nation are when you get on the show and when you leave it and find success without it. Now, the part that stood out to me was the talking heads, because that's for sure the people that represent the show on the podcast. Did you interpret it the same way?
1: Yes, I did. And to me, it's not necessarily surprising, but it is just very telling of kind of where we are in this show, that there really is a big divide between the people who are kind of like these talking heads of this show. And I think because we have we like we have a platform and people can just have access to so much more information i think the side of people that are like more skeptical of this show and kind of calling it as they see it for what it is is growing and growing and growing and growing i'm just wondering when will the show itself recognize that and pivot because they're not it's only getting bigger you know what i mean
0: yeah so insert insert ross geller pivot Pivot! (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I feel you. And I mean, I'm happy that Blake speaks his mind. He clearly is not afraid to ruffle feathers and and put out there what he really feels. And I applaud him.
1: Yeah. Also, something that I thought was interesting, too, I don't remember the exact context of this, but so the VMAs were over the weekend and a bunch of people from Bachelor Nation did attend. Someone had made a comment because a lot of the people, I think most of, if not all of the people from Bachelor Nation that were there were people that are no longer associated with the franchise. Like Blake was there, Taisha was there, Rachel Lindsay was there, and someone said something, So I think someone made a comment, I wish I remembered, about love seeing all these Bachelor people who are no longer associated with the franchise thrive right now. And I think that's important to note, too, that the people that are kind of moving more into... Mainstream. Yeah, mainstream pop culture realm have moved on from the show and are on to bigger and better things.
0: Yeah, that seems to be what he's saying at the end, though. Like yeah. the two best moments are for people in Bachelor Nation when you get on the show and when you leave it and find success without it. And Blake's found success without it, so go off Blake. You know we love you. Yeah, favorite interview. I know, I, people ask me all the time. Blake remains one, but I I have to like sit there and think about what my top five is. Can you guys tell me what your top five are? I'm like curious for people to stand yeah. off on like what their top five interviews are, because I know Blake is one for me. I, I'm pretty sure Katie Morton's two for me. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like the three changes
1: yeah depending
0: so i'm interested to see how other people interpret it i know a lot of people like the chris souls one yeah but yeah anyways the blake episode's good if you haven't listened to it go back and listen and it's also the full interviews on youtube so if you want to go check it out on youtube you can watch blake's sweet little face the whole time answer all the questions and he was really 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 open and vulnerable and it was a great interview if I do say so myself. All right, moving on. So on Monday night, they aired the promo for Bachelor in Paradise season eight. And it was crazy. You know, we saw a lot of the new cast members making out love triangles, all that good stuff. But something I noticed and that a lot of people on Twitter noticed as well is that they showed someone getting engaged. Now, the hand that is getting engaged looked familiar to me. So familiar that I actually went back and I looked at the season six engagements and the hand that gets engaged on the season eight promo looks a lot like katie morton's hand from season six when she got engaged to chris bukowski so i didn't just i didn't just piece that together yeah very interesting so i dm'd katie and got and got the deets myself so i sent her the photo and i go hey girl i thought this was your hand when i saw the promo they just used it on the preview for this season that's your hand isn't it she goes LOL. Yep, it me. I'll add it to my hand model resume. So they are using Katie Morton's engaged hand for the season eight promo of Bachelor in Paradise, which is weird because, spoiler alert, there are people that get engaged this season. Why couldn't they just use one of their hands?
1: I think they're just, they know that people are the biggest sluice in the world and they are zooming in on the hand. So if they were to use a hand of someone who actually gets engaged I think people would figure it out because I think people figured out it was Katie's hand before the engagement actually happened. Oh, so you think this show. is
0: strategic. I think it's lazy. Yeah, I, don't,
1: I don't think they like don't have hand content to, <laughs> to add from this current season. I think they're just trying to throw us off our tracks. Like remember in Colton's season when in the promo for like the finale, we kept seeing Colton on a mountain holding an engagement ring. Yeah. its Like that never happened. Right. On this season, literally ever. Right. So I think they just throw this shit in to mess with us because they know people are dissecting the promos. And we are, because here we are. But, like,
0: it's just, I mean, it's just...
1: Well, so what did you think? They ran out of hand content? They had no shots no, I, of everyone's hands getting engaged. <laughs> they had to pull cages. I thought
0: they were lazy. I thought when the person was editing it together, they're like, oh, we need an engagement hand. Oh, uh, I have to dig through all this footage to I find... I that's also
1: a very strong possibility. Like, they don't care. They're just, like... The- He's just the guy in the editing booth right throwing the clips in I think he thinks
0: they're not gonna know it's a hand It's not just a hand. It's Katie Morton's hand Katie Morton does Mm -hmm. not step foot on the beach this season So don't believe the promos people groundbreaking information Well, you know what? I feel like we need to relocate.
1: Yes, we do. But under the condition that you told me we go (laughs) to the recap luxury penthouse suite because last time we went to the recap shed. So I will be in the suite, go down to the lobby and get your room key and meet me up there because I'm not going to a shed ever again.
0: Okay, but don't you think like if we're going to a penthouse, there's probably like a cool um, like door code that we need to enter. You know what I mean? Because it's like we're at like so... Probably. So hold on, um, hold on. Let me let me enter it. Okay. Do 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 do. Ding. Zzz. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the door unlocking from the. Well, and the elevator. Ding, and it opens onto the floor.
1: Mm-hmm. And now we're in our luxury pet house suite, and there's a balcony. So I'm gonna open the windows, take in the ocean air. The seagulls are going cuckoo
0: yeah oh my god this is beautiful in here i literally could see it those
1: are the waves crashing yeah mm-hmm. we have an ocean view penthouse suite
0: there is um a swan made out of like towels on the bed oh yes love that love that for us okay so we're in the recap luxury penthouse suite this week mm-hmm. and we are going to talk through some of the highlights from the Mentel all i would like to rename it the Mentel nothing yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i think that should be the official new name according to ABC legal get on that cuz it really is the mental nothing. I hate these types of episodes with a true burning passion in my soul. I don't even think they should do them anymore, honestly.
0: Well, I, I mean, to be honest, normally the after show types of shows are my favorite because I love that they can like dig up old stuff and really hash things out and you get answers. Mm. We just didn't get any answers for anything. In fact, we got so many ads jam-packed into this episode that it was like almost offensive. And someone responded to, I wrote um on Monday night about how they should make Tyler the Bachelor and throw whatever money they have at him. And someone was like, They don't have any money. They just did so many ads. And I'm like, no, they probably have a ton of money because they just did all those ads. And they should use all of that ad revenue and try to get Tyler Cameron to The Bachelor.
1: Well, it is hilarious, too, that um, not that we like really needed to see this, but like that rose ceremony that they cut for time. They cut that for time because we don't need to see that. But what we did need to see was Meatball, like pouring sauce all over himself and like rolling around. Like, dude, if we're running out of time, I think that might be the first thing on the chopping block and all these ads that I did not care about or to. see yeah i digress
0: i was personally offended that they used jesse saying like i'm gonna give you life-changing news and like they're just they're savage like They're just saying shit now. Like, it's not even... I feel
1: like when they used to say things like that, there would be a little bit of truth to it. And now it's like, you're just saying shit. Like, none of this is life-changing. Literally, I was just on a cruise, guys. And guess (laughs) what? It did not change my life. It was lovely, but I came back not a changed woman. So I don't
0: really... Yeah. Like that's just a blatant lie, Jesse. And you wanna you wanna know what else doesn't change my life? The fact that you went on the cruise, which is what is everyone watching from home. Right. So, as an
1: audience member, my <laughs> life was fully unchanged.
0: Right. So. so like you actually went on a cruise on your own, not from Jesse Palmer's. Jesse Palmer didn't give you that cruise. Right, no, I did not get this But, like, me knowing that you went on a cruise also didn't change my life, which is everyone sitting at home watching other people win a cruise. It's like someone else getting invited to a birthday party and I just have to sit and watch. Like, why is that life changing for me? I could care less that you are going on a cruise. So, besides the cruise and besides the free champagne, we also got an ad for Kardashians. We got an ad for Bros, the movie. We got an Mm -hmm. ad for Paradise, which doesn't really count as an ad because we all want to see, we want to see that. But how many freaking ads are we going to stuff into this two hour episode? But then we're not going to be told, did Logan really have COVID? And is Rambo still alive and well? (laughs) These are things I need to know. Did you notice though? So remember two weeks ago when we covered Logan's, it was like an interview that he shared on his Instagram story. And he said it was two weeks before he was able to talk to Gabby. And that's why he wasn't able to kind of make that, whatever, the switchover. Then when he was in the hot seat on Monday, he's like, I was just waiting for the right time. No, you weren't. You just, ABC's just not going to let you say they didn't let you talk to her. Because in, that, in the other interview, he's like, it was, I wasn't allowed to talk to He tried to talk to her and he wasn't allowed for two and a half weeks is what he said. And then on Monday night's episode, he said he was waiting for the right time. So which is it? Because that, that's a big difference.
1: Right. The whole thing is like manufactured propaganda to push the narrative of what they tried to get us to believe within like their edited version of the show. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that some of these people that were villainized, like Chris and Hayden, were not even there to counteract the like multiple comments that people were saying about them kind of backing up the way the show had them be perceived is just like very eerily convenient to me that they Mm -hmm. wouldn't be there i said this when chris did go home actually on the show and we were recapping it and to be fair i want to just be very clear i think he was the way he spoke to gabby and rachel was disrespectful so i'm not here like out here to defend chris by any means but i do think he was really set up by the show so basically in case you guys forgot they were all sitting in like a little man chat and chris had said an opinion that he had about the fantasy suites that he would feel uncomfortable if Gabby or Rachel would sleep with someone else and he was going to get engaged to them, which is an opinion that lots of people have had on the show over time and have been celebrated for. So that was Chris's opinion. He gets kicked off the show because Gabby and Rachel are like, why are you talking about fantasy suites? It feels a little early for that. That's really, like, inappropriate. And I'm like, you. what do you mean, why is he talking about fantasy suites? They're all sitting in a man chat there because someone probably explicitly said to him, Chris, what are your opinions on fantasy suites? Mm-hmm. And they set up this whole thing and set, made a whole narrative, a half episode worth of drama to get him off the show. And then so then we go to the men's hall. all Chris is nowhere to be found. And they're like, oh, yeah. So what do you guys think about Chris? And every man is chiming in with their sound bite condemning chris and saying how horrible he was and all the stuff it's like very convenient to me that chris is not here to defend himself or tell his side of the story mm-hmm. and all of these men are just like further pushing the narrative that they had us to believe and i'm not i'm not defending chris here but i'm just saying i fundamentally believe that we are not being told Little the entire story. story or the edit of the show itself was very dishonest and right. yet here we are at the mental all pushing the narrative further. And it's just...
0: It's shady to me. Right. And I was genuinely confused why Hayden didn't come. Like, again, is it... Did he not... I'm... Were, you don't think they were invited? They were definitely invited.
1: I Chris, I don't think, was invited for that exact reason. But the thing with Hayden that's very interesting is, like, he is going to be in Paradise. We know that. I don't think that's a spoiler considering he's off the show of Gabby and Rachel season now. So, like, he clearly is in good
0: standing with the show. Why would he... Unless they villainize him again, they, he could, be, they could totally yeah. play him like a fiddle on that beach. I'm sure they will. I think it's odd. You know what, though? The fact that he issued an apology on Instagram and then deleted it and then didn't go to Mentel All, that's weird. I thought he deleted the the Instagram apology a couple weeks ago because yeah. he was going to be like, you know what, I'm going to give a better apology on in the hot seat. I could do better than this. And then for you not to come. Yeah, I think, I don't
1: think they specifically said why Hayden wasn't there. I think they just made some sort of comment that like they were praising Logan for being there because Hayden like wasn't brave enough to face the stuff or whatever. And Speaking of Logan,
0: I do, and I wrote him this. I do Mm -hmm. think like Logan held his own... And I was really proud of him. I first of all I thought he looked so cute. I thought he did a really good job. And I really felt when Jesse's like, seriously, thank you for like sitting in this hot seat. It's not easy. And mm-hmm. I really hope like anyone that has sent him hurtful messages, like, please stop. And please stop sending hurtful messages to anyone on this show. It's so ridiculous. It's a fucking show and everyone needs to calm down. I got I got like really defensive yeah. of him and I spoke with him because I told him like I I thought he did a really good job and he really held his own. So I, I do Think it takes guts, and for whatever reason, Hayden and Chris didn't get that opportunity, or they didn't want to choose that opportunity. So, I don't know. Right. I definitely I was proud of him uh, for kind of sticking up for him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like sticking but up. But the for him.
1: thing with Logan, though, too, it's like, what did he have to defend here? Yeah, no, he, I know. Could it make up his mind between Gabby and Rachel on like this manufactured dating show that makes no fucking sense? Yeah, to, and the fact that he had felt that way and they production didn't let him talk to gabby or rachel for like two weeks straight and probably just got in his head and made him more conflicted yeah like what did he do that was so bad right and i give him a lot of props though for going i think he really handled himself well especially going into this situation where like you're once again now giving control over the narrative over to abc who has done you dirty in the past Mm -hmm. and so i just think that takes a lot of courage to like sit there and own it and however they want to twist it or spin it make you feel like you're a bad person he owned it and, like, said his piece, and I think he did really well. Me, too.
0: And I think it's funny when Jesse was like, um, so let me get this straight. You came on the show. You made out with Gabby and Rachel. Then you went to Team Rachel. Then you hopped over to Team Gabby. It's like, yeah, you know what? There were two yeah, Bachelorettes. Yeah, fucking
1: show, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what did yeah, you expect?
0: I-, I mean, he's literally the only if not one of, like, just a small few, who explored both of them. But they were right. two bachelorettes. So wasn't right. that the whole point? To yes, kind of, like, have two options this season? And and he got villainized for doing that. And then he's like, I, his answer, he's like, in layman's terms, I mean, yeah, like, I guess that's, that's what happened. But, like, fucking crucified me for it. Like, sorry I made out. And right. it looks like he does a lot more of that on the beach. I'm excited to see him in Paradise. Me too. Um, I enjoy him. Can we talk about Nate's hot seat? We could talk about Nate's hot seat. Yes, go.
1: Yeah. So guys, Nate sat in the hot seat and he quote unquote was going to address the rumors on the internet. I am saying that with lots of air quotes because nothing was really addressed. And in fact, they totally twisted the narrative to be something different, but I will get to it. So, I mean, what did you think about it? Because I was very annoyed by this. So first off, they give him a beautiful little montage of his time on the show. He has tears watching it. You know, he addresses his daughter and that's all lovely and beautiful what is annoying to me is they are twisting this story to downplay it to make it seem like it's not actually what it was in two ways so the first the first allegation was not that nate did was dating someone and didn't introduce his daughter to them it's that he never once he was dating someone for a year and a half and never even mentioned to that person that he had had a daughter and had also lied about other like little petty things like She had asked for his social media and he said he didn't have any and he only like added her on LinkedIn or something. So just generally being shady. So this whole narrative of then Nate going on the mental all and saying, you know, I was just protecting my daughter. I would never want to put her in a or introduce her to someone and put her in an unstable situation, which everybody agrees with. We're like, no, Nate, you introduce your daughter to someone when you feel comfortable. A hundred percent. That's right. What people were angry about is that you didn't even address to the person that you were dating that you have a daughter and you also were kind of shady about other things and clearly were very like dismissive about certain parts of your life so that's number one and then number two i guess the other allegation that was addressed is jesse kind of said that and there was an allegation that you were dating two women at once and he's like oh yeah i could have been more communicative blah 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 blah. again no it is not a problem that you were dating two women at once you're a single man you are allowed to date people the problem is once again that you lied about it. You led this girl to believe that you were exclusive with her. And then when she asked you about the other girl, you totally lied about that and said, oh, that's no one, despite the fact that you were also seeing her and spending Valentine's Day with her and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine to date two people at once, as long as you're just, like, being open with them being like, yeah, you know, we're we're openly dating, like, because we're not in an exclusive relationship and I'm a single man. Like, that's all allowed. Mm -hmm. So that was really annoying to me that, like, the addressing of the allegations was not the addressing of the allegations. It was, like, twisting the narrative and having this revisionist history to make nate look good mm-hmm. i
0: have so many thoughts as you were saying all that because yeah. so the whole um not introducing the daughter thing i addressed that when i went like mm-hmm. line by line in Dustin's <laughs> statement last week Which that's was amazing journalism thank, thank you so much oh you're that. welcome so yeah i mean I, I said that i think they keep bringing that up like oh i didn't introduce my daughter and whatever i'm like dude it's not no one's saying you have to ever introduce her if you don't right, feel comfortable exactly. that's just an easy workaround in this situation mm-hmm. um Two, whatever happened with the thorough investigation? Mike Fleiss said he was doing a thorough investigation, cold hard facts, going to take out his bison burner and and mix, <laughs> and mix a little potion mm-hmm. and get a magnifying yeah. glass and see if, in fact, Nate was a player. And we never got any results with that investigation. I'm very disappointed. That's what I want to know. Well, it's almost as if they did...
1: An investigation and realized it was all true, and then just decided, okay, we're actually just gonna lie right. instead.
0: We're gonna softball you these questions on the men tell all,
1: right? So it's kind of leading me to believe that they still want. I think Nate they want bachelor. I mean, they really put him in a position to
0: look really good. They handed him these half-assed revisionist history questions. But I will say he did win me over a little bit. Like I'm I'm all about you make mistakes, you move forward sure, as long yeah. as you learn from them. Like I'm okay with it. And something he did say which I don't know if he was media trained or if this is how he truly feels, but he said, "I hope you can forgive the man I was because I'm not that man anymore." And that like touched me because like I feel like we all can benefit from that. Like we all are growing and learning and if he truly has grown and, and feels like how he treated those girls was a mistake and has learned, Yeah, I'm okay with it.
1: No one is saying Nate You're murdered some right people. You're like, not an awful guy. No one has, has uh, accused him of any crime, which is why this investigation is hilarious to me because all we're saying, was there was a time semi-recently where Nate was a bit of a player and kind of played two girls and was a bit of a liar and shady. The only
0: crime was honestly when Dustin and Peter came to his defense. I think that's, that had they not done that, let's say they just didn't address it We waited another week, mental all came out, and he had that display. I think I would think he had it in the bag. I think Dustin and Peter's comments has hurt him, and I think people are still up in the air about it because I thought Nate's defense was okay, and I'm like I'm willing to be like, all right, you made your mistakes. If you're okay to move forward, and we all are on the same page, great. Whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Um, Right, exactly. Just own it. And I think that was the biggest problem with Nate, with Justin and Peter, is that they were not owning it at all. And they were putting all the blame on the girl, and that was the issue. Um, Yeah. What makes me feel like Nate may not be The Bachelor is recently, there were photos of him that surfaced, and he's holding hands with some girl in, like, a a grocery store or something. So if he gets announced as The Bachelor, he's going to have to be, like... He's going to have to break up with her, or... Well, is that just another... Girl that's kind of filling your void while you're single? Could be. I mean, I guess, like, if he's
1: a single guy, he's allowed to date. And if he is presented the opportunity of being The Bachelor, which I don't think they'll decide till, like, Paradise is, like, more into airing. Because then they'll probably film in the fall, then air in January. I guess when he, if and when he is offered the role, he'll have to make a decision of, like, it is this girl that I'm dating, do I feel seriously about it that I want to keep dating them, or do I want to break up with them and and be The Bachelor? And that's... I think he's allowed to do that. I think that's just normal life. He can't put his whole life on hold while he's waiting for Mike Fleiss to finish his investigation, <laughs> which is clearly going to be very thorough
0: and take a very long time. I want to know if the case is closed. What is the... what is the... what is what do they say? Like, what is there? the... The... the consensus conclusion i don't know what do you mean like what's like like a verdict yeah like is oh the <laughs> verdict is in like put we gotta put another um i want to know if the verdict is in maybe he the verdict is in and he was found not guilty i think that's what it was and instead of letting us know they're just going to make him the bachelor and like if he's the bachelor then the verdict is in he's not guilty after the thorough investigation. But yeah, as a whole, I would say the men t- told nothing. I didn't need to see people dump sauce on their themselves. And I think at the very least, if you're going to dump sauce, you might as well use Joe Amabile sauce. Sundays
1: with Joe. Oh, wait. Speaking
0: of, we're going to move over to Bachelor's Encounter. And we have someone that tried the sauce. I'm so excited.
1: <gasps> oh, good. I really want to try it. They said they were going to have it in New York grocery stores, but I haven't seen it.
0: So. Well, we'll see. We'll see you guys In The Bachelor's Encounter segment
1: (laughs) yeah we need to get oh yeah unfortunately they are kicking us out of the luxury hotel suite (laughs) our checkout time is now we asked for like checkout they couldn't do it they have someone else coming in tonight so rude so they have to they have to
0: change the sheets i've been laying all over them i messed up the swan physically
1: cannot afford another night it is very expensive to stay in a penthouse we spent all of our money on this just for this recap Mm -hmm. so
0: but i feel rejuvenated i put i did a face mask while we were in there so i feel good
1: yeah, I was wearing the hotel bathrobe and slippers that they gave you, so I was feeling wow. great. This is
0: great. Okay, well, I'll I'll see you later. Bye, Recap Hotel Suite. Bye.
1: Okay, hi guys. This is Jackie and Stephanie from the future because we got more information about the Mentel all after we already recorded our recap. Stephanie got messages from someone who was actually there, and her explanation of how they actually go about filming this and all of the tea is super freaking interesting so we couldn't wait a week and like not add it in so stephanie would you like to read the dms from our new friend yes
0: shout out nikki thank you nikki so much this was so interesting she goes hi i was in the audience for the mentel all and thought you would find these things interesting the first things we filmed that day were reactions to use throughout the mentel all to be used for after the final rose and for the mentel all but i was only in attendance for one so basically they're going to use the same reactions for the after the final rose as they did in Mental." all she's like the director would literally say everyone looks sad now everyone looks surprised everyone looks surprised in a good way now everyone looks surprised in a bad way so when they would announce like then we have we're gonna hear from the villain this season and they show the audience and they're all like oh, didn't you notice when you were watching because I looked at that audience and this is so fascinating to me the audience was so overly expressive specifically this Episode.
1: Oh yes, in a way that I would never normally react if I was actually there in the audience, like just watching it as an actual. Exactly. These people are actors. Did you ask her actually if she's a SAG actor? Because I know that's who they're. but they she probably is. For it. Yeah.
0: So the homemade signs. You know the signs that say like "I love meatball." They're fake. I actually had suspected
1: that for a very long time. Cause who's making a fucking sign that says, I love meatball.
0: Did you not even notice how the quality of the signs were like, so next, good. So good! I'm like, <laughs> like that like, is like an artist. Like, literally
1: an artist made them. I could never make a sign that looks that good. No. I've tried to make signs and they are. How many good. signs
0: have you tried to make?
1: I don't know. Just every now and then. In your sign making <laughs> hobby? Yeah. In my free time. I just try to make a signs, feel my feelings. I don't know. <laughs>
0: So she goes, the homemade signs that people are holding are actually made by producers and passed out before the men come out. Then they're collected and put away before the men come out and sit. Well, maybe
1: because it's probably distracting in the background. They don't actually want the signs there, but they want like close-ups of the
0: sign. So the champagne that they were drinking, the champagne on demand, was Martinelli's? What is that?
1: That's sparkling cider. That's non-alcoholic So it wasn't even champagne? champagne.
0: <laughs> so they're passing out sparkling cider instead of champagne while advertising free champagne on that demand. That champagne
1: button works, which clearly it does not because Martinelli's is not champagne.
0: Yeah, and um, I tried the, the champagne button at home and no one showed up and gave me champagne. I was upset.
1: That's hilarious. I guess, uh, once again, makes sense. It's a long-ass day. They're working all day and they probably don't... Guarantee that everyone's even 21 in the audience.
0: She said, um, Gabby looked like a literal Barbie doll in person and Victoria Fuller's butt. Oh my God, I couldn't stop staring. <laughs> nice she said we all checked in at 9 30 and didn't leave until 9 p.m so this was almost a 12 hour day very long day but it was super fun and everyone who worked there and the cast was so kind i said i asked for photos i said don't you have to sign nda she said no photos because they took our phones when we checked in i left mine in the car and yes we signed we signed NDAs stating we couldn't share the info before the episode aired but since the episode's oh, aired, it's okay. fair game. She also added, also forgot to add, I love your podcast and always try to listen as soon as it drops each week. So shout out, Nikki. We yeah, love thank you. you. Thank you yeah. so much for this tea. This is so awesome. I asked about the facial expressions more. She, she said that dur- the director said, you were not here to watch a show. You are the show. So be the show. So with the expressive faces, like they were required to like act. So maybe they are SAG actors. Maybe they have to be. I think
1: they are. They have to be, technically.
0: So if you want to know how you get on the mental awe, how do you become an audience member? Mm -hmm. This girl. I applied on the Bachelor Nation website a couple seasons ago and lost hope that I would ever be contacted, but then I got an email and an invite from me plus one guest. Everyone had to be fully vaccinated and boosted, and everyone had to get COVID tested when we arrived. Logan was able to walk in, whether or not he had COVID though, which is nice. They had tons of- well, He doesn't have it anymore. I know, I'm but kidding. Like fine now. They had tons of snacks for us and fed us lunch and dinner. We got to watch the highlights of the next couple of episodes up till Hometowns, because this was filmed before that. Mm. so we could be caught up on the context of what the men were talking about. So that was cool. Filming happened 8-11. Watching the episode last night, I noticed that the finale preview was different than the one we originally saw. It included more clips of both women on engagement day and something we hadn't seen the day of. So what they showed them in the audience is different than what we saw on TV. Then I asked her, because we were curious about the free cruise, I go, wait, so did you get the free cruise? She said, I did, but the Coupon says, I have to redeem by 12-1-22. She said, I haven't looked into booking yet, but maybe I could redeem it by December for a cruise in 2023.
1: Sure, but that's still like a pretty quick turnaround if these people are getting this voucher in the middle of August. That's September, October, November December 1st, so you don't even get fully December. Yeah, she
0: adds, three months. the rest of the year is not prime time for a Mediterranean or Caribbean cruise because of hurricane that's season true. and cold weather. She's hoping that she could just use the code by December and not right, not right. have to go on a cruise by December because, like, that's risky. So
1: Yeah, that's a lot to pull together in three months.
0: Fun fact, though, I posted a meme about Jesse Palmer um, and how we shouldn't trust him because he said this, this cruise was life-changing news or whatever. And Virgin <laughs> Atlantic wrote back to me... On Twitter. Did
1: you get a free cruise?
0: So Virgin Atlantic wrote back to my meme and they said, Your life-changing moment is happening right now, boat emoji. We got a surprise for you. DM us for all the deets. I dm yeah, them. All I, I DMed them. I have not heard back, but I will say I went to Virgin Voyage's Twitter and they are responding to a lot of people giving away free cruises. So if you want a free cruise, it's worth a shot. Just mm. tweet something about tweet at them. Yeah. I didn't tweet at them though. So they're checking the right. bachelorette hashtag. So maybe reference the cruise. Do what you gotta do. I have DM'd them. I have yet to get the, the details, so I'll keep you guys posted.
1: Wait, so did you ask her, um, they're filming literally all day, what stuff that was filmed did not make the final edit because clearly there's so much stuff that didn't get put into the episode.
0: Right, you would think, but apparently she said that there was nothing dramatic that was cut from the show and it was basically just more bros content that didn't make air.
1: Why did I think that that is what we want to see? Like, So they have 12 hours worth of these bro content, like little sound bites, everyone trying to have their little moment and then they cut it together and all they keep in is like the best of the bros moments. Why do they think that's what we want to see? And then we
0: have to go to uh, abc.com to watch the rose ceremony, which I heard yesterday apparently wasn't even, like, loading on the site. I don't care to watch a rose ceremony where everyone gets a rose. That's not really, like, what I want to be watching anyway. But I do think it's funny that we didn't get the rose ceremony, but we got 45 minutes of ads, so.
1: Yeah, there's just such a disconnect between what they think we want and what we actually want.
0: But I don't think they care. I think their their end game is money and they got a lot of money. Between all yeah. the commercials that ran during the Mentel All and all of the packaged in sponsored content, they made so much money. Like that's so much extra money, so they don't fucking yeah, but I'll care. Probably never
1: watch a men tell all or women tell all
0: again. That's not true. You're the gonna ratings- have to recap it. Okay, but if I was not
1: doing this podcast as a normal viewer, I would never watch those episodes ever again. So the ratings are
0: plummeting, people. Because again. of you.
1: Because of me personally. They're gonna
0: next year. They're gonna be like, we are one viewer down. Did Jackie Maroney stop watching? Yeah, they're. they're I think. Say I that. think they're gonna say that. All right. Well, back to all right, our back to the show. Yeah. Okay, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read it on air. As always, take these with a grain of salt. They are one fucking person's story, and this is not the gauntlet. Like, this doesn't mean that this person is, like, known for always doing this. This is one-time stories. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why don't I just read... I'll read the Joe one since I just teased it. So this person writes, big fan of the pod. You guys are so funny. Thank you. Thank you. I know you guys have so many bachelor encounters at Audrey's, but thought I'd share mine. My boyfriend and I were driving back from Newport and stopped at Audrey's for lunch. They were closing early because they were short-staffed, so we got there about an hour before close. Walked in and Jared was there talking to some customers. We ordered our food and drinks. As we were waiting, I peeked into the kitchen and saw Jared... By himself, literally making our sandwiches. See, I'm telling you. Like, he flips burgers and stuff. Like, he's Mm -hmm. the jack of all trades. The food and drinks were really good. As we were eating, Jared walked by us to head to the bathroom, and he smiled at us. I wanted to get a picture with him before leaving, but he was busy preparing plates for other customers, so I felt bad asking. Overall, good experience, and the staff was super nice, and I bought a jar of grocery store Joe's sauce. So they must have just started selling it there.
1: They did. I saw on the Audrey's Instagram. that. So they
0: Audrey's. must have just started selling it recently, though, because we yeah, were just there recent. last like month.
1: last past week or so. Yeah.
0: So naturally, I'm like, girl, you got to spill the tea on the sauce. We were like dying to know.
1: Or spill the sauce on the sauce. Exactly. You know.
0: Exactly. Spill the sauce. She writes back. She's like, all right, give me a little bit. Like she wanted to make dinner. She gets back to me and she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to like butcher some pronunciation. She goes, okay, first impressions on the Arabiata spicy marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. The sauce itself is very watery and thin. The spice is there, and it lingers on the tongue a bit, which is nice. But overall, it feels like some depth is missing from the sauce, possibly because the second ingredient is chicken broth. The, she then sent me a screenshot of the um, like nutrition label, and oh my the second ingredient is chicken broth. It also has a lot more sodium compared to the jar of carbone Mm. arrabbiata sauce I have in my pantry. Wow. Overall consensus, I'd stick to Rayo's or carbone. So she doesn't recommend Sundays at Joe. Wow. I mean, Rayo's is like the best. Rayo's is the best.
1: So good. Um, And shout out carbone too. Amazing. Chicken broth. Okay. I am also, I'm an Italian lady who has watched my mom and my grandma make sauce for my entire life. And never once have I seen them
0: put chicken broth in like a tomato based like marinara sauce. Yeah, dude. I don't know, but I'm glad we have this um, insight now though. If you guys have tasted the sauce and have a differing opinion or a similar opinion, Sense it mm-hmm. on over. I want to know. Like, these, th- he has to be doing well. I mean, now if Ashley and Jared are selling the sauce, you go there for the experience. You buy a generous coffee from Ben. Everyone's kind of all getting a little a little taste.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm just surprised that, I mean, granted, again, one person's opinion. And also, like, everyone has different taste buds. Yeah. Someone could think it's, like, the most amazing sauce they've ever tasted. So, I guess, like, I won't know until I like, try it for myself. But very interesting.
0: The sodium levels. My lord. Yeah. You gotta watch that salt intake you don't want to bloat
1: exactly okay
0: moving on so i got a dm from someone that works in the styling department um and and handle some of the styling with accessories and stuff for abc so this person writes I run red carpet events at my job, and we usually look for some celebs or influencers to attend so we can garner some press. In 2016, I reached out to Olivia Creedy to have her attend our event, and she did. She had just come off Ben season at the time. She was absolutely amazing and so down to earth. We even exchanged phone numbers at the event and had made a generic, we should meet up in the city plans. We both lived in New York City at the time. A couple weeks later, I texted her to meet up for drinks with friends, and she agreed. We picked the time and place, and she never showed up. I literally got stood up by Olivia. I felt like I got stood up on a first date. But then the next day, I see she tweeted and announced publicly for the first time she was battling depression since the show and clearly was going through it. No hate to her, of course. It was just a bruised ego on my part. Aww. Yeah, I mean, obviously she was going through something, so, like, I understand. But then I was like, oh, that's, like, so interesting. You work with the show, so I asked if she had any other tea. She says, some past tea. Sorry to say, production and crew thought talking to Tyler Cameron was like talking to a wall. They didn't have a great relationship with Katie, and there was one instance where Claire took something home that was supposed to have been borrowed, which is true of every Alfred slash accessory they wear. She just never gave it back.
1: I mean no shade to Claire at all because I would 100% try to do the same thing if I was in her position, like obviously steal the clothes. Yeah, maybe yeah. she
0: maybe she walked maybe she didn't realize like maybe you're wearing well, like Well, that's
1: also true too. Yeah.
0: You're probably wearing like flip-flops and you don't realize that they're like Gucci flip-flops that are not yours. That happens to me all the time.
1: Yeah, all the time. I'm just like always in the sneak My flip-flops for Gucci. Um the Tyler Cameron thing is really funny. I as much as I love him and he is my boyfriend, I'm not surprised. I'm not
0: surprised either. He doesn't
1: give off like Rhodes Scholar energy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Tyler Cameron, I think we just have to love him for who he is. He is who he is and it's not an academic. Yeah.
0: That's okay. That's okay. We're, we all have our strengths and his strengths are are smelling the way good. he and smelling good and the way he looks and I, you know what? You got two up on me, so that's that. Exactly. And, and you know what? In this
1: world, that's enough to get you pretty damn far. He is doing okay. Yeah. So.
0: And it's not surprising they didn't have a great relationship with Katie. I think Katie would tell us that herself. But interesting that yeah. an outsider is saying that. And then in terms of Olivia Caridia standing you up, like, I'm sorry you got stood up, girl. But clearly Olivia had her reasons. And I met Olivia personally. She went to my sister's wedding, and she's a doll. And like, she didn't stand up her date at the wedding. So like, True. So she does
1: not have a history. No, not me. a history.
0: I think this was a one-off. Definitely a one-off.
1: Right. Shit happens.
0: Speaking of Tyler Cameron, but, and I think you're going to like this. Oh, no. No, it's not. No, it's.
1: Oh, no. Oh, yay. I don't know how to react. Okay.
0: This was um, actually from Des Moines, and someone sent it to me. It's mm-hmm. a photo of him in an airport, and it goes, Saw Tyler Cameron at the airport the other day. He must not have realized that his AirPods disconnected because his phone was blasting. t Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that and I know you're a Swifty and like big news is going on that like what is she dropping an album or something
1: yes she is she does have a new album coming
0: out in the fall she just announced it this weekend so Tyler is probably very excited that like she's dropping a new album so he's probably like listening to all his T-Swift music I think it's funny that he didn't realize that his headphones were not connected
1: I mean it kind of further supports the previous encounter of his skills in his mind I don't, I was trying to think of a nice way of not being that, like, maybe of he, just, like, not being that smart. Not but. so,
0: maybe he's not so swift. Ah, good one.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, but they said he was, like, talking to a wall. So it doesn't mean he's not smart. He's just not the biggest conversationalist, yeah. if you will. Doesn't have a strong vocabulary. That's okay.
0: And who said talking to a wall is bad? What if that wall is covered in a beautiful mural? <laughs> it's like,
1: the mural is just a funny thing to... Like of all things that could be on a wall, it's like, ah, yes, the mural that shows togetherness that is painted at our school. That's what I'm picturing, just like a a happy mural that would be like at a school. I I don't, Um, I'm going to. What if that wall smells like degree deodorant and
0: is tall and hot? And has, you know, washboard abs. I would talk to that wall. I'm sorry. So justice for walls.
1: And men who are Swifties, that is a green flag for sure. For
0: sure. I do want to share back in the day, I went to the Hannah Montana movie. It was 2008. I then became obsessed with the soundtrack. I was uh-huh. I was listening to the soundtrack at work. I had my headphones into the like the modem of my computer. This is 2008, and mm-hmm. my boss walked in and I didn't see him. And he like wanted to get my attention. And he rudely ripped out that rude. ripped out the headphone thing of the modem. And then it started blasting like pop it, lock it, polka dot it, country <laughs> fry, then hip pop it. They all start laughing at me. I'm mortified because I'm like a grown adult at my full-time job listening to Hannah Montana. And I'm like, um, I feel violated that like you ripped out my headphones. So like, I feel like I, I know what Tyler's going through. Sometimes you don't want people to know what you're listening to on your headphones. And I get it.
1: Yeah. It's funnier (laughs) though, that he didn't realize that he wasn't hearing the music through his ears. (laughs) It was coming from the phone that's in his hand. Yeah. It's okay though, Tyler, no judgment here, no judgment, but that is a very private, intimate experience of, what you're listening to on your headphones yeah
0: well those are all the bachelor encounters we have for this week if you have a story dm me at she's all batch and we may read it next week i have a lot in the vault um we can only get to so many each week so don't worry we'll, we'll get to it if i yeah, if, if you submitted
1: one we're not ignoring you. we're not ignoring
0: you uh, feel free to follow up if you ever think i forgot you but um you know there's only so many hours in the day guys
1: yeah and we can no longer have two hour long episodes
0: we're trying to cut back two hours is obscene oh. for any podcast <laughs> So I actually got another DM from a listener. So she writes, I finally caved and looked into that sex toy company you guys have been talking about on the pod. And all I have to say is thank you. My sex life with my boyfriend has been getting stale and let me tell you, all caps, this spice things up real quick. I won't go into too many details because, because you know, TMI, but all I could say is thank you, capital letters for telling me about Dame. Oh, and my boyfriend thanks you too. Oh my God, damn. You guys know, we have been telling you guys about dameproducts.com. That's the sex toy company Mm -hmm. this listener's referring to. They have so many amazing sex toys and you guys can get 15% off if you use code she's all batch. And I'm just so happy that someone listened to the ad and actually followed through and can confirm that it has spiced things up with her partner and that's freaking awesome
1: yes we are glad to service you guys with this information of these amazing toys that you should check out should we tell them a little bit about eva and air which are their two bestsellers on dameproducts.com they are amazing guys let me tell you so air is a suction vibrator for people that are fans of oral stimulation. So like, okay, it has five different vibration patterns. You can take it in the shower. You can take it in the hot tub. You can take it in the pool because guess what? It is waterproof. It's going to be your new best friend for a nice little solo moment.
0: If you don't want to have a solo moment and you want to bring your partner in with you, you can check out Eva. Yes, Eva is a vibrator that's meant for
1: couples. So you it stays in place with just a finger so that you guys can focus on intimacy and doing your thing. And it does not get in the way at all. If you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom, I definitely recommend Eva. But
0: that's not all they have. They have so many different toys to choose from. So definitely go over to dameproducts.com. Use code Batch and enjoy 15% off-site wide. And never, ever have an embarrassing encounter in an actual sex store ever again. Right.
1: From the privacy of your own home. You are welcome.
0: All right, guys. We have McKenna Dorn here. You know her from Peter's season. And you also know her from Bachelor in Paradise season seven was it?
2: I think so. I don't
0: know. I was there for a hot minute. Patch on paradise for a hot minute. McKenna, thank you for coming on. Just a little backstory. I actually, I DM'd you a few months ago to come on the podcast because you were someone that we wanted to talk to. We thought you would have an interesting story to tell. Um, And recently you got back to me and said that just recently you felt ready to kind of open up and talk about your experience. What changed? What happened that made you ready now?
2: Um, you know, I've, I've had, I feel like I've had to like really disconnect myself from the show for a long time and just a lot of healing and therapy and just kind of working on myself. And I don't know, I feel like I, I've i needed a lot of things online. Like I don't really see anything bachelor related. I don't watch the show anymore. Um, but I have just been seeing a couple things here and there and it just, it just kind of bugs me that there hasn't been a lot of change From what I'm seeing from like contestants saying things like new contestants or just like how the show has been going. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've just mentally, I just haven't been able to talk about it yet. Or just like, I think I've just had to grow too and just figure things out. And Yeah. Can
1: can we start at the beginning of like, when you're talking about your your time on the show and how it was traumatic for you, do you mean your time on both Paradise and Peter's season or was there one...
2: I would say more, that really more, pushed you over the edge more. So the bachelor, but I think okay. going on to paradise and like, not that I had like these high expectations that things were going to change on paradise, but you know, some, so much time has passed, especially with the pandemic. And like, when I filmed the show and like, and you know, like three seasons had gone on, you know, two bachelorettes and like a bachelor season when I went on paradise and I thought there would be a little bit of change. Um, even just some things with production that like they like I've been in contact with with some things I just thought it'd be different and it really hadn't changed my opinion on the show and I really wanted to have like a little bit of high hopes that it was but like not have these like big um, expectations but just like a little bit that they would be somewhat different um
1: were they telling you that it would be different when you went on Paradise
2: not I would not I wouldn't say like not necessarily like they would mm-hmm. but I just felt like like mental health aside, I thought it would be just from what they knew. Um, but that obviously wasn't the case. When I want to paradise
1: what's it what do you mean what did they what they knew?
2: Um, well about like in about a year had passed since the show had finished airing. So it's like twenty twenty one now. Um and I remember like something with Dylan where he posting on his twitter about like i'm ready to like talk about some things on the show and he was like tweeting all these things and someone had asked something about like mental health or something like that and i was doing A Q&A on my social media and someone had asked about that like if i agree with anything he had said on like what he was saying on twitter and i just said i agree about the mental health like i went through a really dark time and like there was no help and mm-hmm. within a day i heard back from production within a year i haven't spoken to them in a year and they reach out to me And they're like, what's up, how's it going? And I'm like, okay. And, you know, I was in contact with the therapist there. The therapist set me up with a local therapist here in Vancouver, they're paying for therapy, like all this stuff. And so I kind of thought that since they knew that in a sense, Mm -hmm. um, or even just in the sense I had said like, hey, like don't waste my time in paradise. Like when I come back to Vancouver, I have to quarantine for two weeks. And like that's time away from my family and that's really important to me. And I already knew that I was an original cast, um, but I thought that maybe I'd be like the first group of new girls in, especially mm-hmm. how they flew me in. But they just kept me in hotel room, which is obviously necessary for the whole COVID protocol at first. Um, but then I, I, I think I counted like 14 days in my hotel room and no it just like gives me anxiety
1: I, thinking of that yeah
2: like obviously no phone no contact outside world um I had someone maybe check on me like three times a week well, and
0: that's for, so crazy for two weeks, three times a week wait how, you got yeah. food though like you could order room yeah. service okay so I
2: obviously had food three times a day that was like my only thing that got me through the days so because I was like okay nine o'clock okay 12 o'clock okay it's time to get food um, you're like
0: in jail
1: I know
2: and like, mentally, what did you was, do
1: to pass the time?
2: I, I napped. Um, there was like one English speaking channel that I like rewatched every day. Um, I sat on my balcony, which had like, no, no, no view of it anything. Um, so yeah, this is like true. legitimately
1: torture. I just hearing yeah, all like of this, mentally, it's crazy to me.
2: Like mentally, I just wasn't okay too. And I remember like, I, I went out for a hot minute to this party, right? And then I came back and they were like, we want you here. And that was a little bit annoying because with Aleya, like she had told me they were pretty much like, we're just going to take you send you home. And so like, I wish they would have just said that to me because I would have been like, okay, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to do more time in here. And like what I thought was a couple more days turned into another week.
1: And- That's right. Because for people who don't remember on the show, they went to some sort of, what was it? I guess like, like a prom? dance party- I think it was before the prom, some sort no. of dance party thing where some of the girls that were in the hotel to, like, room came out
2: that like you're exciting enough to like, bring,
1: bring on. yeah, or I guess maybe to see if there's like a connection with someone, some sort of storyline or something. Um, but then they put you guys all back in hotels for literally an entire week. Crazy. Yeah,
2: I was told a couple days turned into a week. And then I remember I hit a breaking point and I had someone check on me and I literally just like bawled in their eyes, like on their, in their arms. And I was just like, I can't be here anymore. Like I, I literally, I can't stare at these walls. I can't have someone come in and say it's tomorrow and it's not tomorrow. Like, yeah. what am I doing here? Because I know time is ticking. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. the exact date, but I know I've been in here for like 14 days. Like what's happening.
0: And, you think they were setting you up to fail? Oh,
2: hundred percent because they needed someone to come in and to fill, you know, like to finish storylines. Right. That's, that's mm-hmm. unfortunate, but that's like the truth of what they need to do. And it just, I just wish they didn't like, I told them don't waste my time. And that to me was like really frustrating. Cause I was like not going to come and then like they bring me out just to like, and it's not like I'm saying that like, I was worthy of you know more love than anyone else on the beach. Cause like I think timing is everything. And like, obviously my guy was not there, but it was mm-hmm. just like, mentally i just i was like why would they do that like i just didn't understand that
0: so mike Fleiss um recently tweeted that ratings are not as important um in regards to the nate drama and you you wrote back I don't,
2: yeah i don't obviously know about i don't want to show i don't know but that's exactly nate drama that's going on um, oh yeah it is though I don't, I don't yeah okay so i don't yeah. know the whole context about it but I like saying like Sh- like or like the show it goes on like the drama doesn't mean ratings it's just like it's just come on like it's just like the show does go off right, ratings right and like what they can do to make. of course the- yeah, yeah I mean, and i mean so t- it's just like wh- i don't i don't know the exact of the snake thing but i just i i did see um i can't think of his name uh did the first reply to this oh, oh well chris brandon right and do you so- know who he's referring
1: to no i don't exactly um, his was I I, was very serious, a serious yeah, allegation as yeah. well. Um, it's really scary to hear these things about the show. Yeah. It's,
2: honestly, it's, I think the hardest thing, and I think the way I replied was just like the fact that they were put message, like, reached out to me a year later after I was going through like a tough time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just, it's hard to hear that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's almost like they were reaching out to like, to, to shut you up, like as opposed to, like actually, oh, go. We didn't know you were going through this. Let us help you. It was like, well, you were publicly saying that you're going through a tough time because of us, so we need to quiet you.
2: Yeah, I mean, the hard part is like, I've been very vocal about like mental health on my ch- my um my Instagram. Let me check that back. It's okay. That's okay. You know, I talked a lot about it before, and so they've never reached out before, until like that moment, and like. Um, you know, luckily I have a really great support system, but like, it's scary to think if someone didn't.
0: Absolutely. Are you saying in regards to what Chris Randone said,
2: even like that, or just like anyone or just even myself or just hearing past people, like if you don't have that support system, it's really scary to like, think about
0: just for context chris had tweeted that there was one or two people from the franchise who was suicidal at some point after the show he didn't name who it was um but basically said that abc did nothing about it
2: and like i definitely believe that i mean i'm not saying that i was like that but i'm just saying like i definitely went through a tough time and i know multiple people that have and it's it's hard to hear them reach out being like oh we can help you we have a therapist we can like it's just like where was that a year ago yeah yeah like, for people that really need it, like, where was that? And yeah. that's kind of where, like, my frustration with the show is, is just, like, it is always going to be ratings, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's yeah, what's making the money. Yeah. And
2: and yeah, it's a TV show, and I understand that, and I understand that we signed up for that, but there, I think there definitely needs to be support after the show more so.
1: For sure. And we talked about this a little bit on the podcast that, like, it seems to have taken a shift at this point where like i feel at times it's just flat out cruel where i feel like in the past they did a much better oh job gosh. of like at oh. least protecting their leads and or protecting like those final relationships and really wanting their lead to be with someone and these past few seasons it's really just felt like oh, no, no, let's no let's just actually mentally destroy everyone here and yeah. call it a day um I, they haven't really done much protecting of their their main leads and stuff i think
2: it's like and like not many people have together too other than you know paradise couples which i understand because they spend more time yeah um, but like you know what i mean like there hasn't really been like those strong relationships that have stayed together after the shows with the leads and like maybe that's because they're focusing too much on you know drama and mm-hmm. readings instead of like you know maybe readings and love and you know yeah. I mean, there's just there should be
0: yeah would I you think, regret like, going on
2: um yes and no I feel like I wouldn't be who I am today without going on I don't think I would I don't even know if I'd be in the you know the relationship that I'm in today with my boyfriend Like I don't think a lot of those things would happen or obviously like the experiences I've had like I've had some really good experience and friendships and stuff um but I think for the longest time I did regret it
1: but I Do you want of- to talk a little bit about like your experience on Peter's season and what yeah. aspects of it kind of led you to be in a bad place af- afterwards?
2: Um, I just think it's like how they I mean it's hard they definitely have favorites and I think I think a lot of people have t- talked about talking about mm-hmm. this and I think that was difficult to see is that they kind of guide more people to be in drama scenes and have a bad edit. And then they kind of protect people to succeed in the end. And I'm not- Did
0: you that. see like an example of that? Well, Do you want to share it? Yeah, who is a favorite and who wasn't a favorite on Peter's season?
2: Well, I mean, I'll just like, I obviously love all the girls, but like, it's obviously like, um but there were small people that were never there for things. Like I remember like talking, you know, to Hannah Ann Kelly or Maddie, like, they were never there for any of the drama and they were like, oh, I was just chilling over there in the corner. I was like, oh, I was just, you know. Right, how convenient. <laughs> yeah. Like just, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, you weren't here. And they're like, what happened? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I was just, I was just talking to him. Like, I was just like, I was like, oh.
0: And you felt like you were, were always, set up.
2: Always put to be, oh, McKenna, go over there, or like, do this. Like, it's just like, never, or to talk to him or, um, I mean, also like a lot of things, to do with like, I didn't have a connection with him, which is totally fine. I think they like put me in a way that they, like I honestly, when I watched the show, I was actually shook at like how much screen time I actually got because I didn't expect it. Cause I was like, I didn't have a connection with them. Like I obviously knew the whole like two-on-one thing. I knew that would be like a little bit more, but I didn't think like the facial expressions or things like that. I did not expect any of that. And I was completely watching it being like, what the heck is this? and you know like with the facial expression like I'm a very like that's just me if you Mm -hmm. know me since the day I was born like you'll know I'm just not saying I'm dramatic but I do have these very like extra moments and that's just me at the end of the day yeah um so like it wasn't like a shock to me to see it but I was like whoa whoa, whoa, this is a lot (laughs) um and then just like the comments that I got online um a lot of people thought I was like a drug addict and all these kind of things and it was just like The DM just kind of like constantly flooded with that, and um,
0: that's a. Where do you even get that from? That's so like. There, there was
2: a yeah. It was yeah. It was. There's just I don't know, and even just like I, I I did not want to go on this show and have to like yell at someone. Like that's just not Mm person that I wanted to do. Right, so to see that and then like people comment on that too, and like they kind of. and like, I think I really struggled with like my identity after the show, like kind of figuring out like who I am
1: mm-hmm. because of what you
2: read online or what people say to you. So
1: you talked a little bit about like being put in the two on one situation with Tammy as a viewer, I found it confusing and it kind of seemed to like come out of nowhere. How did they kind of set that up or what was really even going on behind the scenes?
2: Um, I knew she didn't she didn't like me. I I knew that
1: Um, but it's like but why
2: I think it was just my personality and that's totally okay Um, Mm -hmm. there there was some conversations off camera off mic before I go to bed and she would kind of tell me that like I was being a little too much and I would I need to kind of like team it down um Mm -hmm. or I should like you know just got to be careful because girls will say something and I think that kind of made me also, get, I was really in my head the whole time of The Bachelor since like the moment we moved into the house because I looked around and I saw these beautiful accomplished women. And I was like, you know, I'm 22, like why am I here? And I think that got in my head. Um, but then for her to say that to me like a couple times, like there was two conversations that I can think of, it really just like hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it made me kind of like silent myself. And then so when, like the hap- it happened on the group date first, um, it just I think I kind of got to the point where I was like I'm done just being like yeah you're right like I'm gonna like kind of say something back to this and like mm-hmm. obviously I could have handled it in a better way I think we all could have handled it in a better way and I said something that I regret for sure um but I think I was just like done I was like why are we doing this like well, there's literally Mm-hmm. reason for this especially like I'm not really a threat you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> if you think about like I didn't get a group date rose ever I never got a one-on-one like I'm not someone you should be going at because likely I'm probably going home in the next couple days like it's yeah. just like like I just didn't get it and I, I think I was just like I'm really that girl that has someone to on one like I really have to be this person to like yell and like obviously there's conversations being had like you gotta stand up for yourself. You gotta stand up for yourself. You gotta say this back. And I think that's what made it so intense because you're hearing we're both hearing different things, right? Right. Um but I think I was just um I don't really think it has a lot it. obviously what she said to me hurt, but I think a lot of it had to reflect on my past of like people a lot of times kind of telling me to like be quiet and never standing up for myself. So I think that was kind of like that's where a lot of my anchor came from when I was like speaking to her. Like, I'm not. Do you sure. think the mm-hmm. show
0: knew that though? Since like the show knows about your past.
2: Kind of. I don't really think so. I don't really okay. think they knew that aspect of it. I think they just knew I was just kind of like they knew the conversations that she was having with me. I think. Um, and obviously they like I don't know. Like, a lot of it was like my age and like why are you here? Like you're always dancing or this and that. I'm like, yes, I'm 22. Like yes, I'm always dancing. If you follow me on social media, I'm always dancing. That's You're a good dancing. dancer. Thank you. <laughs> um, but like, that's just me. Like I was, Uh-oh. I was a hundred percent myself in that house. I was never trying to be like this. Like I was 22 year old. So I didn't, I didn't even know who I was. So I was just being who I thought I was. I'm like, sorry. Was
0: isn't just, Hannah Ann was like the same age. Wasn't Maddie the same age. I feel like a lot of the girls a year, were
2: a year older. Yeah. But it okay. was just like, I was always myself, I was very open. Maybe I should have shut my mouth at some times, but like, I just didn't want to like hide anything. I didn't want to be like Miss Perfect, being like, I'm just gonna be quiet the whole time. Like I just was myself. Um, And maybe she just took that the wrong way or some other people took it the wrong way, I don't know. Um, But like, I can constantly walk away from it being like I was myself.
0: Was watching it back harder than living it in the moment?
2: Oh, 100%. 100%, because it, of the editing editing for sure it just you know I came home and like you know I'm just like it was I was just quiet and I was just like I can't believe all this happened and you re it over right and you're like you're seeing this for the first time of days and days of filming cut into two hours right and mm-hmm. like I said I didn't expect the, the the time slots that I you know like the 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 clips that I got of myself, I was like, Oh, why are they showing so much of me? This doesn't make any sense. Can it stop? And it, it was just a lot, you know, to take in. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't watched it over and I will not I don't think I'll ever watch the season over
0: again. But you watched it the first time.
2: The first time. Yes. Um, I don't think I'll watch it again. My boyfriend hasn't watched it. He
0: doesn't mm-hmm. really care. One thing I do want to ask you about your exit from Peter season was very memorable. It was very tear filled. Where did the emotion come from? Was it all real, or do you feel it was pulled out of you?
2: Uh, I would say both. I I knew that I was going home, but I also didn't think I was going home that night. Um, because of it, just like the two on one, and then it like obviously he's staying. I thought I would still stay for for I don't know. I just felt it. Um, but the moment I sat with him, I was like, no, we do not have literally any chemistry. Like if I need to go. But I still felt like. A little blindsided in the sense, like, why didn't you just send me home? Like, what well, was
1: confusing, time right? Because didn't he like not? He's like sent Tammy home in the two on one, but then like afterwards you went as well. And like, that's not normally what happens in the two on one, so it makes it's sense that you were confused.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, typically it wouldn't be on a rose, a rose ceremony night either, it's
1: like a mm. separate thing, right? And they get true, those, yeah, you
2: know, private date or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I was blindsided, but like, I wasn't, I just kind of wish he just sent me home earlier you know what i mean they could just why put me through that like just to to get tears yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean i guess so yeah exactly because i remember sitting like waiting to do my exit and they actually had to switch producers because i wasn't giving the first producer what he wanted um oh interesting i was just like i'm done like i'm over this like get me home like i'm not crying for you anymore i cried in this chair for way too long like i'm just i'm done and I wouldn't, I just wouldn't give him what he wanted. I, I literally, like all the comments, i was just like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm like, send me out.
0: That producer definitely got fired. <laughs> they had to bring in a, a new one to, to make um, you cry. So what were, then they were like, do you feel like they were purposely saying things to you?
2: She pretty much was like, I watched you from the beginning of this, like you really have grown up in front of us. Like, um, what is something like you've learned from, what is something you're taking from McKenna that came into this and McKenna that's here and now? And so when she was saying that, I think that's why I was like, she is, because I, she was talking in a sense like that, like, I started this and I kind of doubt. And I think I'm like, I really did grow. I really did learn about myself a lot. And I really did feel like, you know, when I walk away from this, I have a little bit more sense of who I am and why I can take away. Mm-hmm. And like that, I'm, I talk a little, I talk like that, I talk positive And that's just like me. And, yeah. and I think, I remember walking away being like, okay I feel good and like the tears were like coming but they weren't coming <laughs> I think that's why like, people were like making fun of me she wasn't even crying because like first of all, was done crying right um but also like it didn't choke me up a little bit being like you know like I am walking away like feeling powerful and feeling these things and beautiful mm-hmm. and, like I know what I want and know what I deserve now and I mean it was hard to see it over after and like the comments being like oh my God it's so dramatic and like Jimmy Kimmel did a whole skit on me and I was like are you, you know, are you fucking getting me like come on and like that to me like hurt more. Um, I mean I did get a lot of kind messages from viewers that were like you know you actually made me feel like I do deserve this more Mm -hmm. and that kind of helped me push through it all um, getting that response, but I mean there's a lot and of just like. So dramatic and this and that and like i mean it maybe it was a little bit but like if you know me well you'll just be like that's me kinda
0: yeah um, but i'm also with the music and, and they can make it more dramatic than it really oh, was for sure 100
2: 100 yeah and they're
0: asking the right questions and pairing it yeah they're like, like literally triggering you and like like getting yeah. exactly
1: pinpointing what's gonna give that reaction so totally
0: yeah do they ever make you feel like you could have been the bachelorette no no
2: but they did say like, oh, can't wait to see you in paradise next year. Like you're going to be kill it. You're going to be on the beach. And like,
0: so they didn't have to convince you at all to go, to get, to go back.
2: I mean, I would have been like, yeah, let's go. But I'm, I'm honestly happy paradise didn't happen when it was supposed to like the pandemic came in the way. Like mm-hmm. I always say this to this day, to my friends, to my family, like the pand- pandemic actually saved me in a way. Cause I feel like if I went on there, like it just would have been a shit show.
0: Your time on the show wasn't long, but your time was long. I mean, you said you were in the hotel for 14 days and like that's time away from work and everything, anything you have going on back home. Do they compensate you for that duration? Like, or do you? Yeah,
2: a little bit, but it's not even like, and like signing a new contract too. It's just like, it it takes you away from a lot more things. Like I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast for a while. Right. And so I was out of contract, the other stuff. Um, the other season before signing on um yeah i don't know i think they just wasted my time especially like there was the whole like action paradise canada that came out right i think production has to give them okay for certain uh, contestants they want um because i had like been in reach reach with the canada one i was like i'm kind of interested in this like what's about and like they never got back to me, but I heard from someone that they wanted me on it, but paradise like us one wouldn't let me go on.
0: Well, go tell on. us about life now. Like you seem to be in a much better place post show. Yeah, yeah. What is life looking like now for McKenna?
2: Life is good. I mean, I'm living in the city here in Vancouver. Um, I have a really great boyfriend. We've been dating for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, starting to talk about like moving in together and obviously, like fun, exciting steps. Nice. Um, you know, I'm obviously on social media and things like that, and that's been really fun.
0: Your TikToks are like my fave. (laughs) Go follow McKenna on TikTok. It's really fun. (laughs) Thank
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just kind of going with the flow and kind of just enjoying life. And um, I don't really hang out with a lot of people from Bachelor. I've actually never really felt like I was part of Bachelor Nation. Really. Yeah, because I I only really know the girls from my season because mm-hmm. um, things might have been different if the pandemic didn't hit, and I went right into paradise. And then you know, obviously right, yeah. Like, but I just really only knew the girls from my season, and I didn't really meet anyone um, really on paradise. Um, I mean, Anna is a really good friend
1: of mine, and I'm great. Anna Redmond, we She's love awesome. her. <laughs> We're trying to get her on the podcast. So she actually, is- do you know why she hasn't been on any podcasts? Because her TikToks are always like alluding oh, to know. producer <laughs> manipulation stuff and I'm like oh my god yeah. please come tell me more
0: and we're friends okay. with Chris Bukowski yeah so. we've had
1: Chris Bukowski on so we're like yeah. why doesn't I she think, want to come on I think
2: she's just enjoying the season that she's in right now just, you know I'm excited for them they I've met him once with her and they just they seem so happy together and I'm happy for them so but where can
0: um listeners find you on social media do you want to plug anything?
2: Yeah, I mean it's pretty easy to find me. It's just my my name is my username, so it's M Y K E N N A, and that's on Instagram,
0: TikTok. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. For me. I, yeah, yeah, this has been so awesome. I mean, I I hate that you've been through this, but I'm so happy that you're like in a healthy relationship and you're you know distancing yourself from the franchise and doing things to protect your peace because that's the yeah. most important thing. And I'm glad that you're that you're doing that. Thank you. yeah. And I'm glad that you're feeling like yeah. that you're healing enough yeah. that you're willing to talk about it because that that's.
2: Yeah, I feel like yeah, I just even this is part of my healing. Good, like good,
0: yeah. Well,
2: go, but yeah, so thank you. I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, well, we yeah, we loved you. watching you. It. Yes, um, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and
0: and we'll continue to follow your journey on social media as well. Everyone, make sure to give McKenna a follow and. We hope to see good things coming from you. You too. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, just give us five stars. Like I can't even tell you how many nice DMS I'll get, but like, I'm pretty sure that not all those people that are writing nice DMS to me are reviewing the show and giving us five stars. So if you are like an actual fan of this podcast, just stop what you're doing right now. I have a little homework for you.
1: It takes literally two seconds. So you really have no excuse. Click for the five stars and write a nice review. I would really appreciate it. It would be so lovely. Join our Facebook group. We've been building a pretty cool community of people who love the show. And we talk about literally everything. We talk about... Actual bachelor stuff, news that's going on with people from the show. We talk about the podcast itself and just like share little jokes. It's a really fun time. So, if you are loving the show and want to meet other people who are loving the
0: show, definitely check it out. The link will be in the episode description. And definitely mosey on over to YouTube, type in She's All Batch in the search and subscribe and watch every single video because we have exclusive clips. We have a spoiler video out right now that shows people that are getting engaged in paradise. And we also have a lot of our clips from the podcast repurposed on YouTube. So it's really fun. So make sure you go over there and watch and subscribe.
1: And I think that's it, right? Any other?
0: It, oh, you're right. You are right. You
1: are correct. You can also check out dameproductscom slash she's all batch and you can get 15% off the entire site. So check them out, guys. We've mentioned some of their sex toys and vibrators, but they have a gazillion other things on the site. So definitely go check them out.
0: 15% off site wide. And follow me at she's all batch and follow Jackie at Jackie Murray underscore. And has anyone Venmoed you yet? No, I never
1: received <laughs> no. no Venmos. So wow. I'll give up
0: on that dream. I understand
1: that it was a long shot to begin with, but you never know. Ask you should receive i don't know right
0: all right well i think that's it right yeah i think so all right bye bitches